T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast good afternoon to you Friday can you believe it another week over Paul's in Waterbury next hey Paul thank you for taking my uh, call Todd now my I've had many mistakes my most uh, embarrassing mistake however is the in glaring memory uh, it is 1980. I interned at WHDH AM in Boston with Joe Clemente at night. And it was during the uh, Democratic National Convention. And back then we used big reel-to-reel tape. And my yeah. job was to take news feeds off API, AP and UPI and, and other, other miscellaneous things. But anyway, I took a report from Susan Rist from the Democratic National Convention. She was taping it for airplay. And things went swimmingly. swimmingly. You forgot to hit the record button. No, I forgot to bulk the tape. Oh. I played it back. That's that's you had to erase the tape tape. on a special erasing machine. That's called bulk erasing. Yeah, I will never forget Joe's reaction. When I went to Joe with my tail between my legs, I said, Joe, I screwed up. Can we get Susan back to do the report again? No, Paul, we can't. She's off the floor. And you better get on the stick around here. I'll never forget Joe saying that to me. I'm surprised he didn't fire me, you know. But that, that was, I, I'll never forget how, you know, how embarrassing that was. Because that was Susan's bread and butter report. That was her Workday was yep. doing that report, and yep. I blew it. I totally blew her workday on the powerhouse in Boston. And Have you called her to apologize? Susan, oh, man, I, I don't think I, I should have. You know, I, I, I didn't, but. That was a bigger was, mistake. Well, well you, yeah, you know, she was never really around that much. I didn't really see her. Once in a great while, I would see her at night in the newsroom, <laughs> you know, and she was off doing the on the street. That's a great story, Paul. And you brought up bulky racing. Anthony's probably never heard of that. You ever hear of bulky racing, Anthony? No, you don't do that anymore. You just hit the record button. It's all digital. It's all electronic. 
I know, I know what a cart machine is just because there's one here. Yeah, because it opens the door, holds the door open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was a computer. Thank you, Paul. Um, We're going to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher updating us on the ride home. Yes, Mark. So there are some cars out there. Yes, there are, man. There was nothing like the sound of a bulk eraser, man. Sound oh, yeah, like it buzzes, electrocuted. right? Yeah. Zzzz. And it was that you would have to, you have to, like, if you had a reel-to-reel tape, mm-hmm. or uh, it, you would just have to erase, you would have to bulk erase it, because if you didn't, the uh, the new recording and the old recording would be on there simultaneously. But, but even, uh, even if you bulked it, sometimes you wouldn't bulk it right, and it would have a bump in it. Yeah, you'd hear, whoosh, yeah. Whoosh, those wish marks, yeah. You Man, guys, the old you, days of radio, wow. It was fun. I That's, have it so much harder than you guys, for sure. Oh, yes. Well, Anthony's never that. Anthony's never spliced tape when you no, had to he cut it with a razor. I use a mouse to cut tape. That's fine. He's never yeah. even seen a tube. No, no. You cut the tape, <laughs> and then you have to put the you have to take a little piece of that blue tape and That's put right. it on to splice it all together. And, and then if you don't get it right, you go back and you do it again. Yeah, you have to just keep cutting it up. And then if the station didn't have a lot of money. Uh, most of the tape had splices in it, most of that reel-to-reel oh, That's tape. right, you were reusing it. Exactly, yeah. over and over and over again. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC. News Talk 1080. All right, I'd like to give you a different Trump question. How does this work out for Trump, do you think? Take us down the road a little bit as you see it. Does this work out well for Donald Trump? Does it work out well for the Republican Party that they've arrested him? We've had five days now. No, I'm sorry, they didn't arrest him. That they investigated him, that they... they they searched his home. They went there with a search warrant. Does this play to Trump's benefit, or is this good for Democrats? What's your analysis of the political landscape now, and how does this look in a few months or in a year? Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Because the. Um, This is a big thing for the Democrats to have done. It's a big thing for Joe Biden to have done. To have allowed his administration to just go forward with the the investigation. I keep wanting to say arrest because it feels that way. But to to take this unprecedented action against Donald Trump is a big thing. And something made Joe Biden do it. Do you think it has to do with the fact that they were shocked with what they found or with what the accusations are? Do you think it's this nuclear story that he had nuclear secrets there? Somehow I I have trouble imagining that that's really what what the story is about. If the story has to do with secret documents and i'm not sure that that's the case either so i'm looking for how you're doing the math on it because this you know following these kinds of stories it's a lot of speculation we just don't know what we're going to know in a month or two months or six months this story has to unfold 
But there are, whenever we get together and we compare notes, I feel like there are a lot of good ideas that come up. And the the uh, the idea sharing I think is just wonderful. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. I think the idea sharing is good stuff because we hear things that we don't think of. We really do when we brainstorm together. Uh, the other question is your. It's a personal question. What's the biggest mistake you've made in your life? The thing that you kick yourself for still after all these years. And is it a big thing or a little thing? Humans are strange creatures. We can, we can have something stuck in our craw for years, decades even, that if you tried to tell it to somebody else, it's kind of minor. But it still will hang heavy in our hearts or in our heads, haunt us. 860-522-9842. And let's get some rants started here because we have to do that this hour. Because next hour is Order Up. That's the last hour each week, Friday afternoons, 5 to 6, when we do our little visit off of the whole, we just we get off of the whole politics thing and we, we visit the food scene, either talking about our own behaviors with food at home or dining or, or both. And uh, we've got that coming up during our last hour. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Hey Todd, I'd just like to make a comment regarding the idiot who's running our country by the name of Biden. He was on public public radio today saying that the inflation rate in July was was zero. Okay, there's no inflation in July. Was what, what his comment was. Today we received news that our economy had zero percent inflation in the month of July. And actually, the inflation rate came down a bit. It's actually at 8.5. But the president of the United States has to lie like most Democrats do. Uh, I'm not hearing the Republicans talk about the fact that inflation was flat this past month. They are quite disgusting, these people. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, so that was Joe Biden saying there was no inflation in July. Now, maybe I'm misunderstanding him. Maybe he's trying to say something different. And then there's Elizabeth Warren saying it was flat, which means it didn't go up or down, but it did go down a half a point or something. But what is Biden talking about? I don't get that. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Ned Lamont, the governor, the governor of the state of Connecticut. And it's going to stay that way, too. We're going to have the troopers pick up Bob Stefanowski. For something, I don't know. He just better watch it when he's driving around because uh, they're on the lookout for him, I think. You know, just like uh, just like uh, the president, the old president, that one there, the bad one. They had the raid on his house. I hope they don't have a raid on my house. <laughs> uh, I just thought about that. <laughs> Maybe they'll be coming to my house next. <laughs> All right, I got to go. I got to call Annie. She's out of state trying to set up some businesses out of state. All right, I got to go. Thanks. Uh, have a good day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I like that idea about Ned getting nervous when he finds out that the uh, the bad things they want to do to people can be done to them. Dave in Windsor Locks. Hey, Dave. Hey, how you doing? What's up? 
Um, I love how neutral you are and not so right or left. And that's exactly what, like, Donald Trump is the guy that calls out politicians for exactly who they are. He does run for the Republican Party, and they do support him quite well, but, like, the real insiders don't. I feel they don't at all. They don't want him in there one way. One oh, time. they hate him. Yeah, they do. They really do. Because he will call out the, the, all the sneaky ways that they make their money through the government and our taxpayers. So it's the people that really cry out for, for a guy like him that isn't a politician and will do the job that, that they think is a real American. You know what I mean? I believe that is the appeal, and that's what, what caused me to vote for him twice. Is I, mean, I love listening to you because you are kind of that way. You call out both sides on this station unlike anyone else kind of does, but I like what you have to say every day. I like to listen to you. Well, thank you for that, Dave. You need to call more often and say that all the time. I definitely will. I'll be a regular. Cause I, I try to call in sometimes, but sometimes I'm just too busy to do it. But um, I have a lot of opinions, and uh, I keep them to myself. But talking to you seems to be all right, I guess. Are you a uh, – what kind of work do you do? Uh, you... I'm self-employed. Um, mm -hmm. I, I run a small uh, little print shop, and um, it, taxes are a crusher, of course. Yep. But um, I'm a small business owner, and um, – just in Connecticut, making my way through like everybody else, you know. So, are, is it just you? Do you have no employees? Do you do all the work yourself? I, I have a partner and one employee. Yes. So during COVID, you were able to keep it going. I did. I didn't miss a beat. Not one day did I miss. Uh, I got COVID, so I had to quarantine for fourteen days. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I've been on the run. But I see the backlash of all of this as a as opposed to product I can get, the gouging of what people have in their inventory, which I don't necessarily consider a gouge. Maybe everyone can make money where they want to, but this seems to be kind of the problem, you know? I mean, like, it's feast or famine out there, and everyone's grabbing every dollar they can, and, and it just makes more sense than they are. But unfortunately, it affects everybody as a massive shock. Do you know what I mean? Are you, I'm not sure what you're referring to about the massive shock. So, in other words, like, my product comes in, and let's say it's, it, they say it's not available, and they put it in their inventory. So they'll say, well, everyone wants to find um, 2,000 pounds of whatever it may be, mm -hmm. regardless of what it is. A generic and and it's not available, but it's in demand. Exactly. And, and, and it's not available, they say, but they do have it. You know what I mean? But then they start to really take care of their big customers instead of the small ones. Oh, you think they're hoarding it for their favorite customers? If, uh, of course they are. You know what I mean? Like they want to keep the big three or four that they have, and the other 88 that are small, they, they might just dole out tiny bits at a time, which I felt in, in, in my area. And I had to raise my costs hugely because of it. But don't you think that's their prerogative? They're trying to survive, too. You're, of course. I'm not arguing with any of it. I'm just mm -hmm. saying that's why they hate this, this whole slowdown of this country and everything seemed to be slowing. And... and Everyone got used to, like, 
and the fact that these big cities don't really matter anymore because people just work online now. Yes. What's New York City going to do, really? There is a big shift going on, and it's unclear how it's all going to it's all going to shake out. But the uh, you know the the source of all this is is big government going around and stepping on things, thinking that somehow they can mess around with important things like telling people they can't go to work for months, and, and that and that's, that's not going to have damage, that that's not going to ruin people's lives. Yeah, they thought it wouldn't, and, and and it's crazy that they still think that that didn't happen. Well, they're just pretending. They know it happened. You're right. And look at New York. It's it's upside down now. And Chicago, all these big cities are suffering, and they're never going to come back. I don't think they are. There's no need for them now that they showed how the online market works. Yeah, it remains to be seen how they might, you know, what happens to Manhattan. It's a big place, lots of buildings. Maybe there's right. a shift in the use of those buildings. It has to flesh out. Maybe it's a big enough magnet that people still want to have a New York City. And uh, but, there's a but it just seems like that the the separation of poor and rich are getting a little farther apart than it should be. Do you know what I well, mean? Well, yes. Yeah, you know, you're right about that, Dave. That's what and happens that's with when the government gets bigger and keeps taking our money away. They, there's le they shrink the middle class, and it causes the disparity of wealth. And everything that they run around saying they're they don't want is something they caused. You're, and people like us that break our backs every day, they seem to be the ones that want to punish. But we're here every day, waking up every morning, having our coffee at our local Seven Eleven or you know Cumberland Farms or whatever. You know what I mean? It, it's just it's crazy. Dave, it's awesome to meet you. Thank you for calling. Yes, I'll talk to you again, Todd. Thank you. I hope so. That's great. That, yeah, that's who gets hurt. It's a, it's the Daves of the world tr trying to do a, a run a two man business. Him and his partner and a worker. I guess that's three men. Listen to Liz Warren talk about this. I've been looking for a chance to play some Liz Warren to you, Elizabeth Warren, the senator from Massachusetts. I've been out of school ten years right now. There's a question from a from a student or a former student, uh, talking about student loans. I've been out of school 10 years right now. Um, my principal balance was $170,000. So far, I've paid um, $84,000 in payments. Of that, 80% has gone towards interest, wow. and only 20% has gone towards the principal. Right. So that's my question. Brendan, okay. thanks. Okay, so, so he's asking a question, which is basically a complaint about student loans and the interest rate being so expensive. Now, student loans, as I say all the time, those, those came from Democrats. The interest rate came from Democrats. They created this program out of their love and compassion for you, and then they take the questions on how crushing it is, and they've got the solution. Yes, Anthony? I'd also love to know the major and the school. The major what? Oh, his, his major? His major and the school that he went to. <laughs> and why is give that, a, give us that? Yeah, because it's probably something ridiculous. that they, <laughs> You think the he one. majored in basket? I don't you? know. Like, I, I don't know. I got a communications degree, so who am I to judge? But I, don't, I feel like some, some art degree from a, a school up in California or something ridiculous. Literally... The first bill I introduced in the United States Congress after the good folks of Massachusetts sent me down to Washington was to change the interest rate on student loans. So Elizabeth Warren, who now calls for the forgiving, forgiveness of student loans, which is the biggest line item of debt 
that families in America have today, created by the compassion of the Democratic Party, that drove up the cost of school by convincing everybody they had to go and subsidizing them, taking on debt, incentivizing them to take on debt. And it was all created by the left. I just wanted to play that because we were just talking about that with Brian. really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. We were singing Roxanne the other day in honor of Tom Scott, who joins us on Tuesday afternoons to talk politics. Tom Scott, you don't have to put on the red light. Yep. Yeah, well, it didn't go on for too long. No, it wasn't uh, wasn't that bad. A Nancy Pelosi cut, you have to hear. When I was a little girl. She's so weird. When I was a little girl. Talking about her trip to China. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach, if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. Oh, she's always felt a connection to China because of what they told her at the beach when she was a little girl. Jim, hi, you're on WTIC. Yes, how you doing? I, I'd like to mention just a little tidbit about student loans. Back back in the day when I was uh, going to school or trying to go to school, um, you were able to get a student loan that was paid to you directly. And um, I did take the max that I was able to get, which at that time, and we're talking about 78 to 80, of mm-hmm. uh, $12,000. That was direct from a bank? That's correct. It was, it was from a bank called Society for Savings. They had a student student loan program in the state of Connecticut yep. that basically once you checked out, you, you had to check out. It was a bunch of things that you had to check out for, obviously. But I was able to get the max, which was $12,000. I was up to me to, to pay the school that money, 
even though I had to pay, obviously I had to pay the student loan. Mm-hmm. So I took the $12,000, I took half that money, I put it aside to pay my tuition quarterly. I took the rest of the money, which I was able to do, this was legal, put it for, on a down payment on a house that we qualified for, for a CHFA mortgage. And yep. if you can believe it, it was 8%, and at the time the rates were 22 <laughs> then my wife and I both, over a period of a year and a half, got jobs, secondary jobs, in places where we knew we needed stuff for the house. So like, so like a place that sold lumber or a place that sold carpets and appliances, et cetera, et cetera. By the time I got out of school, and by the time I, uh, you know, of course, the, the loan was 10 years. By the time all of that was done, my school was done, I, I got into, uh, into my job, I got numerous raises. There was all kinds of tax deductions back in the, back in mm-hmm. the day. So I took the tax money, made a long story short, and then put it towards a student loan, paid it off in four years, excuse me, five years. And we're, and we're both sitting there with a house, uh, two good jobs, working hard, doing what you're supposed to do. Best thing that ever happened to you. Yeah, and then just like you said, and now I'll get off the air, um, it was the left, and it was Obama's policies that took the student loan and turned it into the biggest Ponzi scheme that, that we've ever seen when it comes to education. Uh, concerning financing education, especially when you have colleges that are getting hundreds of millions of dollars in money from the federal government, and they are on the hook for nothing, absolutely nothing when a student walks out of school. And, and with all due respect, I coach and counsel my kids that college education is worthless unless it's, unless it's I'm, excuse me, a degree is worthless unless it is specific to, to a specific To a class. career, yes. Thank you, Jim. Good story right there on student loans. 860-522-9842. More rants coming up. More phone calls. Let's go to the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. Mark Christopher. I paid back my seventy five hundred. Yeah. You couldn't even. You can't even get books now for seventy five hundred. That's how really? long ago I was in school. <laughs> it's smokes. crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it really is. That's crazy. It's like a semester. Not even. Yeah. Not well, even. I remember, all right, Anthony, uh, 15 credits, five, uh, five classes, I believe, with books was about $1,800. But I went to school back in the 80s, back in the olden days, so Stone I made ages. out all right. Yes, exactly. One-room school with a, with a fireplace <laughs> in the middle. That was my, I think they had one computer in the whole university. Did you have an so, outhouse? As a matter of fact, we did. As a matter of fact, and a lot of guys on uh, you know on Thursday night it was some heavy drinking got tipped over in those outhouses. So it was a good time. Back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yeah, it's Friday. Hope you've got some good stuff planned for the weekend. Tom's next, Southbury. Hi, Tom. Hey there. Uh, tell that Mark, the traffic guru, that uh, Waterbury's backed up uh, 84 east to exit 16 and less porta potty stories. All right, you got that, Mark? Cancel the porta potty stories. <laughs> All right, we straightened them out. So Good. So, uh, two traffic reports ago, uh, you had a nice businessman on small business. You guys had quite a discussion. Yeah, In the Brian. End, though, 
Yes, he goofed up a little bit in the end, though. He said for these small businesses that are getting their coffee at 7-Eleven or Cumberland Farms, those are both billion-dollar companies. And this is just a quick shout-out to your local delis or the Dunkin' Donuts that are at least owned by franchisees to spend your money locally where you can. Well, that's a, that's a good idea. You know, I think he's um, attracted to those places because they might, they might price the coffee as a lost leader to get you inside the door. Yes, and they also can afford the best locations uh, and sometimes drive-throughs. And that was a problem for all the small businesses when the government shut all the restaurants down. And the only ones that made any money were the McDonald's and Burger Kings that had the prime corners for millions of dollars with drive-throughs. So, you know, the world is still getting tilted towards big business and the small people. Like you said, uh, you said it differently, but the, the middle class is getting hollowed out here. Yeah. Well, you keep in mind the, the government was making rules so that the big outlets would be able to stay open. That's for sure. And boy, oh boy, now all of a sudden, I don't know if you commented on this yet, but how about COVID's over now? Forget the social distancing. I mean, this is what a freaking turnaround ridiculous turnaround when people are still getting sick and I, I think social distancing should never go away really you want to stay permanently yeah. isolated huh well no you should everybody should be six feet apart where possible you could catch the flu from somebody not just you know and then people with bad breath in your face every day i i think social distance distancing has got a lot of use well, the, it's interesting what you're saying about bad breath and other kind of smells emanating from an individual. Those are those are worthy things, but we should we should have a whole different public health campaign on that, don't you think? Isolate those people. If they've got if the breath no. is that bad, put them in a box. But don't. Oh my I, God, all right. What? I, I suppose. Let me sing my way out. Moving to Montana soon. Gonna be a yeah, yeah. tycoon. Yippee! Frank Zappa. You got it. Love your show. Thank you, Tom. Yes, sir. It's too, he's in a too big of a hurry for us, though. He had to go right to the music. He played his own bump. That's what we call that in the radio business. You bumped yourself out of that segment. <laughs> when I was a little girl, I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con connection there. All right, I just want to finish this because uh, I started this point about Elizabeth Warren. She's talking about student loans. Student loans were created by the Democrats because they loved us so much. And now they advocate for that they have to, the government must, bail out people who took out student loans because they're getting crushed. America's getting crushed by student loans, which it is. But it was the stupid big government that created them, drove up the cost of education because they increased demand and caused people who would not have gone to college otherwise to think that they had to go to college, so they took on the debt. Now everybody's getting crushed, families. I mean, it's totally earth-shattering what it's done to the country. Young women don't want to have babies anymore because of the cost of everything. And big government is just the ugliest, most dangerous force on the planet. And the way I wanted to change it is say, how about... We invest in giant, too-big-to-fail banks through the Fed discount window by lending them money at what was effectively, at that moment, zero. So, so the big banks get money really cheap because they have to loan it out again. And that's how the economy functions, right? Because those loans are available. 
she's saying everybody it's uh, there's something cruel about government that it's not giving zero percent loans to people who are getting student loans or as close to zero as possible but but what she's doing is she's a big government democrat complaining about the way big government democrats have done big government programs and she's the only one who knows how it should be run it shouldn't be so expensive other people should be paying for it not the people who take out the loans that's the solution always the solution from the big government crowd it's a cruel but the cruelty is caused by them and I said, why don't we invest in people trying to get an education in the same way so the interest rate would be pegged to exactly the subsidy we are giving to these giant banks? We're not giving a subsidy to the giant banks. We're giving the money to the, the Fed gives the money to the giant banks so they can loan it out and allow economic activity to happen. This doesn't mean we should be funding everybody's individual choices and incentivizing them to do things like go to college and take on debt that they wouldn't do otherwise. Let people plan their own lives. Giant banks. Now, it was a little cheeky, but it was also quite honest on this point. It's the interest rate that's just killing people. Uh, by the No, it's the student loans that is killing people. It's that you made college into an expensive thing that they can't afford. That's what's killing people. Uh, by the way, when I did that, that was... Fake laugh there by Elizabeth Warren, laughing at herself for having done something silly. <laughs> uh, by the way, when I did that, that was so far out on a conversation about student loan debt, I couldn't get a single co-sponsor. So what she's describing is 10, 12 years ago, when she first got into politics, 10 years ago, I guess, that other Democrats were not yet communist enough to go along with this proposal that she had to do the 0% loans for college. But now they are, she's suggesting. On it. Yeah, that's where we stood. But that also identifies where the problem is. I keep talking to the president about canceling student loan debt because legally he could do that. He can't change the interest rate. That's Congress. So I'm all for it, obviously, Brendan. I will dust off my, my early version of this. You know, anyway, she's, uh, she's commiserating with the poor college students who are being crushed by the compassionate student loan program that the compassion Democrats created. Hi, who's this? You're on the air. Hey, Todd. This is uh, Ray from Haddam. Hey, Ray. Hey, my, my biggest regret in life mm -hmm. is that, um, you know, I'm 50 years old. I wish I was a state employee. <laughs> from from age ago, 23 right i wish you know i'm a registered republican i think that might have something to do with the fact that i never got any opportunities to interview with the state mm -hmm. but i wish i was a state employee so i'd be set for the rest of my life yeah well that's too bad huh but you'd have to go to work in the government you probably wouldn't be happy i would have made it work you know you're versatile. You could have adjusted. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what did you do instead of your great state career? I went into finance. Well, that's not so bad, is it? No, it's not. But I don't have the pension and all the medical and everything else that comes along with being a state worker. Well, don't they have a program to help people who went into the financial industry? 
Uh, no, they don't. Well, that's what we need to work for. Talk You're to, on your own. Talk to Senator Blumenthal about making that happen for you. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> He'll hold a press conference if you bring a camera. Thank you, Ray. Good to talk with you. All right, Rance. The Connecticut government decided to clean out the garbage companies about uh, 20 years or so ago. They created a mirror uh, quasi-agency, the corrupt agency, that now we're starting to see all these articles in the current about what you can throw in your recycling but what you can't because the towns are panicking. They're picking up all this plastic, and they don't know what to do with it anymore. There's no processing plan. They're closed down that, that uh, recycling plant in Hartford. So where is all this plastic they're picking up in those blue bins in your streets outside your curbs? Where are they stashing it? What are they doing with it? Are they just burning it with the rest of the garbage? Probably. What's the sense of having two bins? No sense. It's just, you know, this environmentalist come up with these great ideas, and they all backfired. They all end up costing all kinds of money and damage to the environment. What a bunch of baloney. It is a bunch of baloney. Before, I, maybe it's still going over to China and the Chinese throw it in the ocean, and then the environmentalists campaign to clean the oceans and make us feel guilty that we are throwing stuff away. But it's not us, it's the Chinese. Hey, Todd, American patriot. And, you know, uh, about this rant is Donald Trump with holding classified documents on nuclear weapons. <laughs> Oh, that explosion sure is a beautiful thing, isn't it? Hi there, you're on the air. Who's this? This is George. Hello there. Yes, I'm responding back to a gentleman who just called you from the finance industry. That, yes, sir. Uh, he wished uh, he was a state worker. Yes, sir. Okay, I hope I don't have this guy as my financial advisor uh, or financial he has a 401k plan, I'm sure. He has a social security plan, I'm sure. Uh, if he can uh, make his uh, retirement work, then you know what? He should be out of the financial business. <laughs> well, that's a that's a really good point, George. I think you I think you caught him on that one. Thank you very much. My rant is more of a question. Um, I was just curious as to why the Jewish Federation here in Southbury, they are having a big get-together this weekend, awards presentation and whatnot, and the guest speaker is Dick Blumenthal. Why, after he spoke at a communist event and building the other day, or a couple of months ago, to celebrate them being there, have they invited him to the Southbury Jewish Federation as a guest speaker? Just makes no sense. Well, listen, why why does that make no sense? I don't get it. Jews are liberals, for the most part. There are conservative Jews. I'm just generalizing. I'm not saying everybody goes in a single pot, but there's a lot of sympathy towards socialism and communism among, amongst Jews, so there's no reason why they wouldn't have Dick Blumenthal there, who is uh, Jewish by last name anyway, and um, who spoke at the Communist Convention. So it all fits together nicely, I think. Okay, it's Frank. 
you probably won't put it on because you've blown me off before. But the most important thing in this country right now is babies. You know, we're going to kill babies. And the most important thing in our life is that we sustain the species. And the species is people. And they have regenerative and they have babies and they have children. And their children have children. I know families that have grown from two people to like a hundred. And they have grandkids, they have this and that. And they're the happiest people in the world. What this country wants to do now is kill that. I'm sorry. Good night. What are you sorry about? Thank you for the call. Good to hear from you, Frank. The end of the week is now here. So Todd promotes fun, food, and cheer. I think that today the callers should say who they think has the best craft beer. Well, there's an idea. Shall we throw that into the mix, Anthony? I was looking at the price of beer the other day. I was in a, a store that sold beer and wine, I think. You know, they had liquor, too. But I was amazed at how expensive the a six-pack of beer runs. It's like $2 a can or a bottle. It's a lot uh, of money. I mean, it depends on what you get. You could still get some. I think you get a six-pack for like 8 to $9 still. Like what? Bud? Yeah, like that kind of stuff, domestic. Mm-hmm kind of beer well it's still i was kind of surprised because i haven't bought a six of beer in decades well i mean a lot of the local ipa stuff that can get expensive yes yes i was looking at the ipas first and i was kind of surprised yeah speaking of ipas t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.